And so uh, we find ourselves in another uh, new year and, and hopefully, and I say that with, uh, with a degree of caution, uh, this one will be less of a challenge than the past two have turned out to be. Um, but in the face of, uh, of the many difficulties and disappointments that uh, many of us experienced in 2021, there is a real sense of hope that I think is hardwired into the turning of a new year as we, as we say to ourselves, you know, next year will be better. The past 12 months may not have gone exactly as we wanted, and that may well be um, an understatement. But whatever the case, we look forward to the future and we have a glimmer of hope that our current situation will improve. Now, while um, looking forward to what could be, that can keep our spirits up usually for the moment, or at least until the 3rd of January, uh, it's possible that a, a deeper reflective exercise uh, carried out at this point in the year might provide more nourishment to our very uh, possibly weary souls. And so as we take time, this is what we're going to do in a moment, we're going to take time to review the year that has just passed and give ourselves permission to be both uh, thankful for the many blessings uh, as well as for the possibly far too many crosses that many of us have encountered over the past 12 months. And this kind of exercise that we're going to look together at, look at together in a moment may give us all a chance uh, to understand where we are and, and where it may be that God is leading us. In other words, uh, sometimes it's only in looking back that we can move forward. So if you've got a Bible, turn with me quickly to 1 Kings chapter 19, and we'll look at verse 15. And if you've been around here at all, around Southwest Dunning Vineyard over the past over the past two years, and actually longer than that, um, this encounter that Elijah has with God on Mount Horeb from 1 Kings chapter 19, this has been a regular feature of the journey that the Lord has had us on as a church. Uh, over the years, uh, we've reflected on Elijah's journey from Mount Carmel to Mount Horeb and his encounter with God in the sound of sheer silence, the still small voice as he hides in the cave. But as I was prepping for today, I was reminded about something I don't think we've looked at from this transformational experience of Elijah's, and that's verse 15. And verse 15 of 1 Kings chapter 19 says this, the Lord said to him, go back the way you came and go to the desert of Damascus. And if you remember the story, uh, here's Elijah, he's running for his life from Jezebel. He's, uh, um, he's defeated the prophets of Baal at Mount Carmel. And this is, this is definitely a high point for Elijah. And uh, because he's fearful for his life, the queen wants to kill him. Um, he, he, he runs for his life and he, he runs away um, and he's tired and he, he's hungry and he's uh, exhausted and he's alone. Um, and then he, he comes to this place uh, before he journeys uh, for 40 days and for 40 nights until he comes to the, the mountain of God, Mount Horeb. And then he's on the on Mount Horeb, the mountain of God, and he hides in a cave. And, and it's there in the cave that Elijah encounters the presence of God, not in the ways that he has done before, you know, not in the earthquake, not in the wind, not in the fire, but in the still 
small voice, the sound of sheer silence. And what it is that strikes me about uh, this for us today is, is God's instruction to Elijah as to what he's to do next. Uh, verse 15, the Lord said to him, go back the way you came and go to the desert of Damascus. So first of all, he's to go back the way he came. And secondly, he is to go to the desert. Now, we don't have time to go into it here, but there's something I think that's very powerful about um, the invitation to go back the way he came, uh, almost as if there's an invitation to, for, to Elijah to redeem some of the journey and some of the difficulty that he's experienced before. And the second thing is, again, we've said this before, the, the desert um, is very much like um, the cave that Elijah's just been in. Um, these are places of transformation. These are places of encounter in the scriptures. You know, think about when you're talking about caves, think about Joseph in the cistern, uh, think about Jonah in the whale, think about Jesus in the tomb. Uh, when we're thinking about um, deserts, the same is true of deserts and wilderness spaces. Uh, think about the people of Israel who wandered in the wilderness for 40 years. Think about the various exiles. Uh, think of Jesus again in the wilderness for 40 days and for 40 nights. Um, and again, you know, we don't have time for it, but as we pause for a moment at the gate of the year, there is something very powerful in here about the journey and, and not so much in the destination. I don't know about you, uh, but I am someone who's very destination focused. Uh, show me where it is I'm supposed to be going and I will make sure that I get there in the shortest possible time. And while I think there's some merit in that, I, I don't think God works in that way. And the older I get, the more convinced of that fact um, I am. I think, and we see it time and time again in the scriptures, and we see it again here with Elijah, there's much more to be grasped. There's so much more that takes place on the way, on the journey. And so uh, to perhaps help us reflect on the ways in which we may have encountered God over the past 12 months or so, uh, we're extending this invitation to us all here at Southwest Anna to spend some time the next few days uh, for an end of year examine. It's not. Um, it's not an exam. Uh, it's an examine. It, it, this. 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 This practice is. It's simply an extension of the the daily examine. Um, that's a central part to Ignatian spirituality. Um, and the daily examine is 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 where we pause. Maybe we take. A, maybe it's a couple of times during the day, sort of at midday and at the close of the day just to examine the places and the ways in which we have encountered God and to reflect on how we've responded to him. And it's essentially a spiritual exercise to, to look back, to, to look within and to look forward. And uh, as we do this for, um, for the end of a, a year examine, uh, we, we reflect on the past uh, 12 months, um, like any examiner, it has uh, four or five stages. This has five stages, and those five stages are review, reflect, rejoice, repent, and renew. Uh, review, reflect, rejoice, repent, and renew. And the first is review. 
You know, after another um, complex and attritional year, it's really crucial that we understand what has actually happened to us all and and how it's impacted us and and, and most importantly, how it shaped um, and impacted our relationship uh, with Jesus. And so as we embark on this examine, just find some time to be in the presence of God, um, invite the Spirit of God to come, find a quiet corner, just spend some time, and maybe go back through your calendar or maybe go back over your, look through your photographs. And if you, if you journal, look through your journals and just note down how the significant people and the significant places and significant events of the past year have affected you and affected those around you. That's the review. And then take some time, have bring that stuff through into reflection, take some time to reflect. And again, in the presence of God, uh, look back over your past year and ask God to show you, you know, where and when you felt um, quickened by God's presence. Uh, where and when did you experience uh, an increase of faith, um, uh, an increase of hope, an increase of love? over this past year and um, where where and when did you experience you know the fruit of the holy spirit um love and joy and peace and patience and and, and kindness and, and gentleness and faithfulness and self-control and, and and these things um what were you doing what was happening who were you with when you experienced them and um were there moments as you reflect on the past 12 months where you uh, had moments of insight and revelation from god maybe about god himself maybe about yourself uh, maybe about your relationships maybe about your calling maybe about who you are are there any um key moments uh, from 2021 that you feel that you sense that the spirit of god is wanting to bring to mind um intentionally for you to remember and then i then i would encourage you to do it again do that same process again of, of reflecting um and look back over your year again in the presence of god um just invite the spirit of god to come and but this time ask Ask God to show you um, where you struggled to have a sense of God's presence uh, over 2021. Um, were there times when you felt perhaps an absence of faith, an absence of hope, an absence of love? You know, were there times when you experienced um, things more like the opposite of the fruit of the spirit that Paul writes about in Galatians chapter five. Um, the things that he lists there, things like impurity, um, idolatry, uh, hatred, uh, fury, selfishness, those sorts of things. And, and if so, um, what were you doing uh, when you experienced those things? What was happening? Who were you with when you felt that way? And, and, and were, um, and were some of those moments, and maybe others, were they moments where perhaps you limited your own growth in your relationship with God, um, possibly due to just um, maybe bad choices or, or, or simply sin? Were there moments where uh, throughout the past year where maybe through your relationships you you were hurt um, or, or things were done and things were said that hurt you? Were there uh, were there times when you you might have experienced confusion or lack of clarity? Whatever God stirs to your mind, uh, brings to mind, um, bring that to 
the Lord um, in prayer, lay all those things at the foot of the cross. Um, and then we move into the next uh, stage of this, which is rejoice. Um, and so look back over the year. And as you look back over the past year and look at 2021, what have been the good things? What have been the gifts? What have been the blessings that God has brought your way? And, and it, it's really important that we take time to reflect back over the past year uh, in Thanksgiving. You know, what are you thankful for? Um, ask God to show you the gifts of the past year. Think about the people that you have shared your life with, um, the people that you've encountered, your old friends, your new friends, um, family, work colleagues. What memories of 2021 are you thankful for? All the way through from the simple moments, all the way through to the special moments. And there could be memories at home. They could be. Um, it could be at work. It could be with um, friends or loved ones. It could be when you're out in nature. It could be when you're with part of your church family and church community. And as God brings these memories to mind, offer your prayers of thanks for the gifts of your life. And even though um, for many of us our hearts have been constantly filled with um, worry, and we've carried this sense of loss and general heaviness throughout 2021 let this exercise stir your heart to give thanks to god as you seek to bring to mind all the good things that god has done and then um we move on through the exam and we come to um uh repentance the invitation to repent you know it's always one of our favorite words and as you look back over this past year what attitudes what actions you know maybe crept into your um, your life and, and soul that are not helpful in your relationship with, uh, with God, with yourself, um, with others, with the world in which uh, we find ourselves. You know, and again, um, I would encourage you not to ignore these things through some sense of apathy or shame, but instead just to name these things and fall again on his grace and his mercy and, and and be reassured and bolstered by the good news of the gospel you know from 1 john um 1 verse 9 you know the if we confess our sins he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness and then having repented let's move into this final section which is um renewal um the invitation to step into renewal and as we turn our attention towards the new year let's ask the holy spirit how and where he wants to renew our lives uh, uh, let's acknowledge the reality of the year gone by but are there uh, simple spirit-filled ways in which we can realign the pattern of our lives again with the way of jesus and, and that's kind of it, really. Um, go back the way you came uh, and go back to the desert of Damascus. If we want to progress spiritually in this coming new year, we, we mustn't forget the past, but learn from it and accept everything that has happened in light of God's divine um, providence. And by doing this, we can better move forward we can do so in a spirit of collaboration as we co-labor with christ and uh, realizing that even though so much of this past year has once again been difficult the truth of the matter is that jesus christ is the same yesterday today and forever amen